welcome to What's Up With That Bro. It's the podcast where we are watching the TV show Lost in reverse order from the last episode to the first episode. Or as we like to say here, we've got to go backwards with one of our hosts, Chad Wago, who's never seen Lost before. Not until we started recording this podcast with my good friend, David K. Jones. Thank you for that introduction. Uh, one of the other people that we like to watch Lost with over here is another co-host, AJ Nieves. Welcome, everybody, to uh, Lost. Before we get started with the episode, we can introduce our special guest, returning guest, Donut. Hey, what's up, guys? Fanfare. I am glad to be back. Yeah, welcome back. On welcome the island, back. yeah. Yeah, we... You know, we've had a few guests recently, but we didn't get a chance to chop it up because I just jumped right into the episode. But how have you been? What you been up to lately? Um, I've been good. I've been good. I got um, I got hired recently as part of the. Uh, it's called the Dinner Detective. It's a new uh, theater dinner theater show that's going to be in Waikiki. We're going to hit like once a month shows and then hopefully like build steam from there. Nice. At the, the Double Tree by Hilton. So this is a murder mystery that you guys are doing at the Double Tree. It is. So we we got we had to ask like, okay, how can we can we tell people we're doing this? And the guy's like, yeah, sure, just don't tell people you who you're playing. <laughs> you, know, you didn't tell anybody, and then people just see a murder unfold at their dinner. Like, wait, 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 wait! I came to the Double Tree for good meal and good service. Now I'm also witnessing the events of a murder. Should I call HPD? Somebody should call HPD. It doesn't happen that way. We, we, well, it might have, and that's why they had to come up with it. <laughs> they had to like build the show around it. I, I, think, I think I might take my wife to see this, but not tell her that we're going on a murder mystery. <laughs> Just like, oh, I got a great deal on uh, dinner. Yeah. Got a coupon or something. Right. Here's a question: Are, Is is your wife into um, into like uh, 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 what is the thing that that podcasts are all raving about now? True crime. Is your wife into true crime stuff? Um, a little bit, not as much as as I am. <laughs> what? Well, listen to uh, uh, my favorite murder in the car. Sometimes we went and saw them when they came here. Oh, yeah, nice. I think that's pretty much the extent of it, though. I see. I see. Now I was asking because like if that would be like her her playland, her wonderland. Like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> This can incorporate all the things I yeah. hear. But this is more like your thing for, for murder. I think, she kinda, I, I think she would have fun if we went. I see. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I mean, it sounds like a hell of a fun show. How long is the dinner? How long is the, is the theater show? Uh, it's, uh, it's about like two and a half hours. Nice. So, yeah, you get... I don't know what you order because um, I don't know the menu. but It's probably like a set menu or something. Yeah, you have choices probably. from mm -hmm. what I'm told. And so you order it. You order your tickets online. You order what entree you want. And apparently, there's ways to get your party more integrated in the show as oh, like suspects. Nice. But nice. they all sold out because people like really love fucking with their <laughs> yeah. with their friends. That's, so, that's <laughs> awesome. if you're gonna go, you might as well do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. No one wants to be the bystander at a murder. <laughs> That's true. That's the whole hook. Everybody so Everybody wants to be a suspect. Everybody, everybody wants to be a suspect. Everybody that goes in, we have to um, create... Everybody has to create an alias. Ah. And then so you're told once you get in that everybody with an alias is considered a suspect. Oh. oh. So can you give yourself any alias you want or is it assigned to you? Uh, you can give yourself any alias you want. And like the funnier... And more out there the aliases are with that the audience chooses, you know, mm -hmm. the more fun we the actors get to have with them. Nice. Because yeah, they're like, Oh yeah, I'm 
I'm not just Dave. I'm um I'm I'm Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just go down this like yeah. zaddy rabbit hole, like you know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, talking about rabbit holes, that puts us in for a adventure, I guess. Yeah. Oh, smooth transition, AJ. So this week yeah. we're actually considering Lost season two, episode eighteen, which is entitled Dave. Which is the segue that I thought you would have went to. I know, right? It was right there. And I went with rabbits. Fuck me in the face right now. Jesus Christ. All right. All right. Let's get let's AJ get wanted back. to go a little underground with his references. <laughs> I'm, I'm the hipster of references. I was like, that reference is going to be well too known. I just need to do something that nobody knows, that nobody can latch on. Let's go with this rabbit shit. All right. <laughs> This week's episode, Hurley begins to think the island is affecting him in a very strange way, so Libby attempts to offer him support. Hurley also recalls his past in a mental hospital with his friend Dave. Meanwhile, the prisoner, calling himself Henry Gale, offers new information about the hatch, which severely shakes Locke's sense of purpose. Now, as a general synopsis of today, I don't feel it's too accurate. Like, does Dave, does Hugo know it's the island that's fucking with him, or... Does he, or has he already assigned it to his own mind? Well, what do you guys think? Because, I mean... Well, that's a that's something I wrote down. Yeah. I think, I was like, has there been a Dave at other parts of Hugo's life? There has yes, been. Yes, there has yes. been. And we're so going to fucking <laughs> jump on this. This is... This is this is where I live and breathe. This is my bread and butter right here on this fucking show. All this fucking weird circular shit. We'll get into it. So, okay. Is there a Dave that's in Hurley's life? Dave? Yeah, well, um, there's me. And then there's also... Uh, <laughs> you are a big part yeah. of Hurley's life, yes. There's um, Jack's uh, illegitimate son is named Dave. Mm-hmm. And then also Hurley's deadbeat dad, played by Cheech, is named David. Fuck! Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the listener's going to hear a loud fuck coming out of their speaker's headphones. Man, but they're good fucks. They're good fucks! <laughs> it's been so long. I'm glad I came in like not watching like a whole bunch of Lost. Because I miss, I miss like the nature of like referencing and the like just the network yeah yeah you know that all the writers like they just have it on the board all right yeah. is this is dave and jack's a little bit and son is gonna be named dave oh make his dad his actual dad named dave. dave fuck look at that that triforce shit right there oh, it's yeah. good it's right there it's all right there and it, oh, it i was there for all of it like i was just sitting there like just enjoying it. I, I was, <laughs> oh my god. I, I, yeah. All right. So it's it's Dave. He is named. The, there's a guy that's following Hurley around in this episode. A man in a bathrobe, throwing coconuts, and his name is Dave. And he is a figment <laughs> or an imaginary part of Hugo's mind. He never comes back after this. You know. Well, he jumped into the ocean. He did. <laughs> He's gone forever. <laughs> that part of Hurley's mind has died. What are we thinking? Is is this really Hugo's mind? I'm fine to go with that. That actually that that suits our discussion fine. Yeah, as opposed to believing that this is right. the man in black. Right? It could be the, the the smoke monster because he tries to get Hurley to kill himself. Fuck! Right? Sorry. And, <laughs> that, that's yeah. that's that happens, and I that's, I wrote there, real dark, real quick. <laughs> right. I was like, he's like, come on, let's go. And it's like shot well lit, yeah. and it's like it's it's uh, shot like he's going into the light, but he's going into the off the fucking cliff. Mm. <laughs> I I loved I loved what they did with this character. He came in quick and hard and fast. Like this is 
this is this is a guest role that that needs some attention being paid to because essentially our guest star for the episode is Dave, and he yeah. fucking does not disappoint. I loved him when he was on screen. I, I loved seeing his little like pithy throw-ins because this is a part of, of of Hugo's subconscious, and we know Hugo to be like this this affable guy who's loving who doesn't have a mean word to say about anyone, but his subconscious is just fucking throwing out zingers yeah. left and right at people. You know what I mean? It's it's fantastic. I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. You think that Hurley wishes like he had cool zingers like that all the time? <laughs> <laughs> he does. It's all in yeah. his head. He just hasn't verbalized it. Unless it's a, it's just a schizophrenic yeah. thing where he's just all that is put on this this subsection of himself that like he compartmentalizes. Yeah. 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 So, you know, that could also be a thing. Also, do you think that's, like, Hurley's ideal picture of what a cool dude is? It's like a middle-aged bald man. In a, in a bathroom. In a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, man. It's, uh, it's, it speaks volumes about who his self is, what his self-esteem really mm -hmm. is, like, is like for himself. Oh, yeah. If we go with that narrative, because, yeah. like, yeah. He, he, oh, poor guy. Like, that was the thing. I was just, like, this is a poor guy Hurley episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For for those of you guys who uh, may not uh, be watching the show and may just enjoy listening to us for some reason, uh, the the reason why we're like sort of like how how can Dave the character be uh, Hurley's idea of what a cool guy is? Uh, if you've ever watched uh, that Showtime series. Uh, with David Duchovny, where he's just constantly fucking... Oh, Californication. Californication, yeah. The actor that plays Dave is on that show. He's yeah. basically the sidekick, where he's just like, oh man, I want to fuck that girl. And then David Duchovny fucks her. <laughs> oh, shit! Somebody saw his sizzle reel! Rabbit hole deeper. <laughs> so much deeper. I'm so glad you know that. Holy fuck. Okay. Okay, I can roll with that. So, like... That character is the guy that Hurley <laughs> elevates to like that. That's his Tyler Durden. <laughs> he wants to be on the side, saying like, uh, "I, I want to fuck that girl," and like somebody else swoops in. And he's like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> I'll never be. I'll never be that cool." Yeah. Yeah. Holy God. Um. But so Loss was very. You know, at the time, I think it was known for doing for at least paying attention to some of the fan theories. It wasn't like they were just writers locked away in some room cut off from the outside world. They were engaging with the fans, interacting with the fans, and there was a theory since season one that this is all a dream. This is someone's dream. So in lost fashion, like how we've seen in episodes that we already watched, is they just attack these these theories that a lot of the fans are throwing out head on and just throw it in an episode. Yeah. And we got that with this work. Yeah. Is it a dream? No, it's not a dream. Fuck you guys. You know what I mean? It just kind of like rolled in like that. But um, a lot of the points that Dave throws out towards the end of the episode are kind of valid, or they're, they're persuasive arguments, yeah, to me at least. Yeah. Like, really, do you think that this woman here on this island is spending so much time and caring and attention towards you? Um, you know, and I, it's not, that, it's not that, that Hugo isn't worth that kind of attention. He definitely is. He's a lovable dude, and yeah. he's great. But, um, but the idea of, of him carrying around the death of these people, uh, which we get told in story form when he's sitting with his therapist that uh, that there is a dock that goes under and uh, several people on the dock get hurt and two of them get injured and he thinks that it's his fault because he was the last one to go onto the dock before it collapsed. So he's carrying the weight of death and I, I forgot about this. So I forgot about this during the original watching. Like, um, not that he's responsible for these deaths. He kind of thinks he is, but 
But all these things weigh on him and, and make him this heavier character. No pun intended. Um, for... <laughs> that, that was a lot of puns there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it does. It makes him a heavier character for the show. Um, mm. And it also, like, but it, these are things that would weigh on a person that would make them feel worthless. Or <laughs> I keep coming up with them. They're not on purpose. But, yeah, they, these things are, they're, are, they're on his soul. He's thinking about them heavily. Like, um, and then also, <laughs> and then it'll, 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 it'll put some, oh my God, I keep on drawing myself into a corner here. But yeah, it's, it's, it'll weigh on the dude. Oh my God. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I was enjoying that. <laughs> Cause yeah, they literally just came out of nowhere. Yeah. You weren't you weren't like thinking and trying to bank on him to be funny either. Yeah, he just yeah. came out. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all Freudian. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, but Dave does make a lot of good points. He says that oh yeah, you got you had this great breakthrough and then you got out of the mental hospital and then you won the lottery with what numbers? Yeah, right. The what numbers, numbers that you see another one yeah. of uh, the patients at the hospital right. mumbling to himself yeah. over and over again. The numbers again pop up uh, in the hatch, where that's the numbers that you have to type in to stop the world from ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't even mention the food thing. The episode opens with uh, Hurley and what's her name? Libby. Libby. Uh, Libby's trying to get Hurley to exercise, and he reveals his secret stash of food. And she encourages him to destroy all of his secret yeah. food. Not to share with other people. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of food. But just waste it all. No, I, Shells I, were. Think, I think initially she 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 told him, you can change Hurley, because she thought, she, I'm, I'm pretty sure she thought he was going to share it and mm. not wreck yeah. his stash. <laughs> but, you know, she's a sweet person. And she, she jumped right on. She, she like, like yes and him to death in that. <laughs> she supported the homeboy. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, oh, wait, oh, uh, maybe not smash up the boxes. We can throw it. We have a major pantry on the beach. Yeah. Just throw this, let's all walk it back down there. It'll be fine. But right after they get done uh, wasting a shit ton of food, uh, it turns out that uh, the island has provided yeah. a whole new batch of food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's another one of those weird coincidences, I think, that we're supposed to yeah. be observing in this episode that makes us think, oh, Maybe Dave is right, yeah. and this is all a dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because even yeah. if we go throughout the show after this, like it, how it ends is Hurley becomes the the new Jacob of the island. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this is. I get the feeling this yeah. is all trial by fire for Hurley. This is all testing. Everybody on the island gets tested. We see all their old shit, their old baggage comes back to them on island, and um, I don't know. I feel like I'm used to seeing like there's like a there's a con man or a murder caper or somebody's mom is turning them into the cops and that's all it all makes for drama that we can that we can just sop up in the show because it's heavy with oh Jesus <laughs> it's, it's there but like uh, with Hurley his his issue to tackle is food his his uh, his unhealthy attachment to food and um, I feel like we can't make an episode of TV like this nowadays where people are a little bit on the sensitive side. Is the whole concept and idea of fat shaming and everything? Uh, but yeah, I, I see what I see what you're talking about. Um, they really needed like a lot of writers need to be smart and more um, considerate nowadays. Mm. Because yeah, it could easily be considered fat shaming. Yeah. You know? yeah. 
But the Lost Raiders also covered their asses because he's eating to punish himself. Like, yeah. it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. And he's like, you know... Uh, so, like, now, like, that one line from Dr. Brooks reframed the whole episode when he's eating because he's always, like, looking at the food, looking at the food, then he eats it. Mm -hmm. You know? And if you think about it, he's, like, punishing himself. He's like, I, I just need to eat because I, I killed those kids yeah. or those right. people. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. Like, that's a great point. Like, even on island, we get those... There's, like, at least two... Well, there's more than that off-island in the flashbacks, but there's, like, two on-island scenes where, like, uh, it's either Hurley ripping into the goldfish bagging or ripping into, like... Or just grabbing a leaf and scooping up peanut butter <laughs> off a rock. Yep. And, yeah. like... But it's not just, like... It's not just, like, I'm eating. Like, he was just... He was just pummeling it, like, shoving it into his face. Like, it's... This, this is... This is the height of shame eating for him or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's just trying to get it in and get it gone, so he doesn't have to think about it anymore. And then it can just be his, it could be his uh, his soothing tool or whatever. Yeah. So it's a tool that 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 he's running towards headlong because it it involves him dying, and it's it's kind of a it's a morbid thought. But yeah, I don't think the doctor is too far off that that Hugo carries all this guilt for all these people that or for the people that have died in this accident, and then um, I don't know. We know that Hugo is the innocent on the show, and a little bit, um, a little different. Mm -hmm. I feel that it says a lot about Hugo that his his alter that we find in this character, Dave, is not encouraging to go out and break free so you can go and hurt people or kill people, or murder people. It's just going out to go and get some food, and it's not even. It seems a little innocuous, but the ideal is that he is trying to kill himself by means of all this food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just. But yeah, I, I felt that they, they painted that well enough, but it, it, it seemed like it landed well, where we can kind of identify Hugo in his struggle. Yeah, and we know he... from later episodes when we see the scene with, with the other Dave, his, his deadbeat dad, when, he, when Cheech leaves, the last thing he does is he gives him an Apollo bar. Ah, yeah. And like that was like the start of his, his eating as a coping mechanism. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I feel like there's... Because there's, like, uh, the doc says that he just kind of fell into this shell shockness after the after what happened on this dock and just started to eat um so i think that trauma probably it was it was a different kind of trauma the trauma of of guilt and all this but then also it ties back into the trauma of like your dad leaving you and how did he soothe himself yeah. then was with that apollo bar so it, all these things kind of tie into what we we come to learn about hurley mm -hmm. and then even uh what dave was saying about uh you know when they escape, he's like, ah, oh, you know, do you smell that? It's freedom. Mm. You know what's even better than freedom? Cheeseburgers. <laughs> uh, you can tie those together, too, because if Hurley is eating to kill himself, so death is the ultimate freedom. freedom. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. That, yeah. that plays in perfectly with what we know, what we, get, what we see in this episode. Um, also, cheeseburgers are really good. Yeah. <laughs> they they are better than freedom. I would give up my freedom for a burger. I'm like the Popeye guy. Like I would gladly trade my freedom today, my freedom for a hamburger today. I fucked that up, but you guys know what I'm going for. You would trade your freedom on Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It just occurred to me, so I'm gonna rewind a bit in terms of like rewind in to the future. I'm mm. sorry, listener. <laughs> um. But haven't we... Okay, so clear something up for me. Um, because I... Uh, catatonic. Is that mm -hmm. like a coma? But it's... Or is it like a... like a 
ethereal state of always being like up but like non yeah it's like being in like a daze kind of thing like you're not really it's like sleeping with your eyes open yeah. almost yeah. What is the difference between being in a coma and being catatonic? Yeah, coma, I think you're just out. Oh, yeah. so just nothing gets through. Catatonic is, are you experiencing any of the stimulus? I think you're like walking around and like living life. Oh, fuck. Really? No, there's different levels. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I think catatonic generally means Which that you're not. we have seen Hurley go through, right? Mm. On island? With him being catatonic? On, off island, right? In the, fu- in the future. Oh yeah, he checks himself back into and the he's mentors. and he's just like totally a different a different person. Yeah, I think he's just kind of lonely, and there's even echoes of this episode and what we see in the side. Was it the sideways reality? Um, where he, oh no, it was the Oceanic Six Oceanic, portion yeah. where mm-hmm. he's off island and he's still talking to yeah. all the dead losties. Yeah. He's like he's yelling out checkmate, Mister Echo, and all this shit, which is uh, which we see. So those are some echoes of what we get in this episode with. There being an imaginary Dave, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I caught it too, Dave. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, did, I, did I do it again? <laughs> you, you mentioned that he was talking to Mr. Echo, and you mentioned that this echoes that episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. It was good. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, these are all by mistake. All, all of these threads that uh, EJ is connecting together, all 100% accidental. <laughs> <laughs> Our all, listener is like, does he hear himself? It's the Dave part of your brain just kind of <laughs> pushing his way out. <laughs> it's a separate. It's a separate psychotic part of myself. <laughs> so, so what would like your Dave look like? Your your cool dude yeah. version of yourself. Well, that's something I was gonna ask you guys. What if you found out that th- this Dave right here, me, <laughs> I've been a figment of your imagination this whole time. Yeah, yeah. I, I I could imagine that yeah. you're like my cool dude version <laughs> of myself. Because <laughs> like you you have a Star Wars tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I, same. You have hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you also have a cool set of glasses, yeah. something that I can never re- reincorporate into a life. Because you have 20-20 vision and it would hurt your eyes to get glasses. <laughs> it's, it's that. Uh, but yeah. if I just thought I could get some glasses, yeah. I think I would be cool. No, yeah. Um, our listeners... They've actually thought they were listening to three folks this whole time. This whole time has actually just been me and Chad, and then hallmarks of, of one of us who has psychosis. What if, if I had an extra five hours this weekend, if I made a special edition of this episode where I cut out all of my dialogue? <laughs> oh, oh, like uh, Garfield without Garfield? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then that, then that, you'd have that that gap right there of like ten seconds where you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. <laughs> There's just a long silence. Oh, like Garfield without Garfield. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, no, but nevertheless, David is our, our fearless leader here. Um, We're pretty sure part. he's real. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't think me or AJ is paying for this apartment. <laughs> yeah. Or, or are we? <laughs> Well, that would explain why we're both so poor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Who was the doctor whose leg I fixed on the other side of the island? <laughs> it's a trick question. There's no other side of the island. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. J- jumping into the flashbacks, though. I, uh, I, I do like um, 
we get we we see like it just seems like a lot of the show and it seems like a lot of TV around like the 2006 era they are really into their pop psychology and in this particular case you can't tell a crazy person that they're crazy yeah. um, but I guess in this particular instance the doc has had these sessions with Hurley for what he says or two months and they haven't really spoken about anything real um, or anything that's of note um, but the doc does end up getting a picture of Hurley sitting next to Dave Polaroid and shows it to him later and it's it's uh, it's just Hurley and uh, this uh, I feel like that scene was was fun because we get we get we don't get to see the picture first we get a chance to see his reaction, reaction right it's just fucking great oh, I just had another idea when we do take our picture for Instagram later we're gonna do two of them <laughs> <laughs> one without you yeah. <laughs> I'm so on board for that <laughs> Oh my god. It's just gonna be all of us with our hands yeah. around nothingness. <laughs> us pointing at nothingness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Putting up uh, bunny ears behind <laughs> nothingness. <laughs> oh man. Um, Those are gonna be the three posts we have. We haven't even talked about the B story in this episode yet, which is uh, Henry Gale stuck in, yeah. that, in that room. Henry Gale. Yeah. For a second there, when you said the B story, I was like, I don't remember any bees. <laughs> Just a bunch of bees. <laughs> we will throw to them for a few minutes yeah. to do there a palette. Probably cleanse. a bunch of bees around that big pile of food in the middle of the jungle. Nobody found honey. Uh, honey? Honey? Nobody found honey on this island during the whole show run. They have boars, they've got like oh. fish, and they've got like all the fruits in the world. No honey. I don't think they really like showed very many insects other than flies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. And that Medusa spider. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's not an insect. But you, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you a real Leslie Arse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so that B-plot, um, it reminded me... It was, it was another great twist thing. Like, they were, they were really good on the reveals today. Um, because you had Saeed grilling, grilling him, quote-unquote, Henry Gale... He's like, yeah, so yeah, you were right, right? He was just like hanging there. You found him like that, right? And you're like, and he's, yeah, I'm telling the truth. And yeah. he reads the letter. He's like, you should have checked his pockets, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Was like, oh, my God. Oh, fuck. That was like 17 mic yeah. drops right there by Saeed. <laughs> he had to keep picking it up and dropping it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I do really like the fact that Saeed was uh, uh, interrogating. Yeah. Uh, Henry, yeah, and uh, uh, Anna Lucia comes in to play good cop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they do that so well. It's the island. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then Saeed was about to shoot him in the head, though. I don't like, think he was. Yeah, that dude. I think he was just just about to make him like pretty deaf. Yeah, yeah. He was probably gonna shoot like next to him uh -huh. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. You know what? He's an excellent marksman. We've come to know this about him on the yeah. show, right? So like I. Yeah, like I, I feel like he maybe not would have killed him, but like Analysia comes in. Or maybe he would have shot him in the arm or something. Yeah, yeah or oh, winged him or something. Actually, mm -hmm. that's more in style. Make him hurt. That is a yeah. tiny enclosed space, and that room looks like it's concrete or something. That bullet is bouncing around and shit, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like how? You need to dump it in his arm. <laughs> Shoulder. Boom. That's the whole thing. I was, they were standing so close to each other in that tiny ass room. Oh, yeah, I was they like, all would have been deaf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I think. 
bed is being kept in the bathroom, right? There's a bathroom in that in that little holding no, there's room. No there's no bathroom. bathroom in there. Okay, okay, I, I messed up. I thought there was a bathroom. I was like, they, they're, are they keeping this guy in the room that where there's the only bathroom? But no, no, it's just a side storage or yeah. something. It is, and it's literally because they used to have the guns there. It used to be. Oh, a, oh do we? <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Uh, we've had Anthony on the show. You can clearly <laughs> see a gun rack. Yeah. 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 But um, it was, you get a full shot of the room. Yeah. And it's, yeah, there's no toilet. And I think I heard, I think I heard you. There's a point where Ben is all like tied up after this whole gun yeah. shooting incident. And you're like, how do you, you piss? Pissing like that? Yeah. <laughs> he is, he is hogtied. Like he just like came out of a rodeo yeah. show or some shit. The like, thing that was really interesting is... When we first see him, he, he's bound, like, both of his wrists, he's hanging from yeah. the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, when we see him later, he's, he's sort of uh, hogtied-ish. Although, uh, part of me was looking at that, and I was like, I don't know if this is, like, a regular hogtie, or if this is, like, erotic Japanese rope yeah. shit. <laughs> it was around his neck, yeah. and it was, like, yeah. right there, and he's yeah. like... He could have been opening his legs, but his arms are there. You know what we didn't what we didn't see, what we couldn't imagine uh, through the wonderful the sense of touch is that those are velvety soft ropes. <laughs> those are ropes for Ben's pleasure. Oh, sorry, Henry's better pleasure. <laughs> but like when we see him again in later episodes, uh, he's tied up differently again. So it's like, are, is someone just like practicing? What what the fuck? It's Every time we see yeah. him. It's He's tied up differently. <laughs> it's all very cleanly done. So it's somebody I feel like I don't think they're practicing. I think they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like we're gonna have to feed you and change your dressings. This time we'll put you in a different kind yeah. of erotic knot. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, who do we know in the hatch that was probably the most likely to be good at tying erotic knots? Who do we have? We've got Analysia. Yeah. We've got Locke. And we've Jack. got Jack. Jack. We've got Kate coming in and out. Who Could else she have picked it up? It might have been Kate. Kate's good yeah. at slipping herself out of situations. Yeah. Would make her good at tying knots. That would be a good skill for her to have. Yeah. Not tire extraordinaire. Oh, I, is that it then? Maybe. I think there was a scene that we Wait, didn't get. Saeed. Saeed. Oh, yeah. Oh, because he's a torture guy. Yeah, yeah he has yeah, to be so, good at tying knots. Yeah. Right. He, he, yeah, and like that initial scene that we get where his hands are strewn up, that's that's some torture yeah, shit that's too, good. right? Yeah, torture mm-hmm. pose. Yeah. Classic Saeed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's why I said, like, oh, maybe you would have shot him in the arm. Yeah. Like, because he's hanging by the arm, so it'll no, hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think we missed that one scene where Saeed comes in wearing the gimp mask and goes, too much? Too much, right? And just whips it off. Because, yeah, he was a torturer, and I don't think you can torture people, like, a bunch of people like he did, and not just, like, to be in a weird, freaky... <laughs> and be into regular stuff. Yeah. He just goes and has regular sex afterwards. Like this is how I like it. No, no, no bondage or, or torturing for me. I, either you have to really get into the weird stuff, yeah. or you have to be like a super hardline missionary yeah. and the lights off. <laughs> lights off and just like pull it through a zipper and don't even take your clothes off. <laughs> this is shameful. What we're doing is shameful. It's momentarily pleasurable. Let's do it. Close on. And that's why Close they call on. him Socks on Saeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. Or, or he's into the real freaky deaky stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. We could talk about... Oh, well, maybe we haven't gotten there. Oh, we'll hold on to this for a second. Um, 
What is Jack? Oh, Jack. Jack has like a like a calm down grandpa moment in the episode where like Locke is yelling because there's Sage lets you know lets one off inside yeah, the, in the room, and Locke goes, "Hey, it was a bullet. He lets off a bullet." <laughs> I want I want to be clear about that because of not only our yeah. previous conversation, but also it just kind of sounds like he farted. <laughs> okay, it's so, like that's some weak ass torture, yeah. Sage. <laughs> He just closes the door behind him like, I'll let you sit with that for a moment, <laughs> Mr. Gale, if that really is your real name. <laughs> yeah, um, he just, he, we get a grandpa moment with Jack and like Locke's all like, hey, what's going on? I heard a gunshot. And like Jack comes in like a dad, like a helicopter dad of a millennial and just goes, we're okay, Locke. Like, yo, we, there was a gunshot. Maybe like you can tell me what's going on. Like you don't have to just dismiss me. Like I just like spilled juice on my shirt, and now you got to come back with a rag or something. Jack, Jack, <laughs> Jack. Well, it's like when you're a kid and you just keep yelling your mom for moms. Mom, 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 and then she just yells at you to shut you up. Nothing <laughs> happened. It's okay. It's uh, under control. That's uh, so to great. be fair, even as an adult, when you do that. Uh, your parents are often going to yeah. be just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Because I point... remember uh, the first time, like, my nose hemorrhaged. Mm. Uh, I'm just, like, standing by the sink, and I'm just like, huh, it's a lot of blood coming out of my, <laughs> oh my nose. Oh, my God. Mom. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of standard for her to be like, are you bleeding? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Normally, I would expect and you to say no. Everyone ran out to <laughs> see what was going on. And my dad, first thing he says, like, are you doing coke? Oh, my God. How old were you? Uh, 22, I believe. Ah. If you said 13, oh, wait, I would no, no, lost no. my mind. No, it was before I was 21. I was 19. When I oh, my God. Your dad imagined a 19-year-old version of his son doing blow. Nah. And then, like, just having a major blood spurt. <laughs> what was great, though, is after I said no, he's just like, oh. And then he went back to sleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> While I'm still gushing blood from my face. Jesus. See, he just wanted to know if you had any coke. <laughs> Chad's dad has my sense of humor. <laughs> I would, I would be like that. Someone's in like a, a student's bleeding or something, and be like, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta lay off that blow, man." <laughs> what is blow, Mister Donut? <laughs> Nothing here. Just, just put some ice on it. <laughs> Have some Kleenex. Like, come on. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes, Chad, you've had random nosebleeds since. Since uh, you were 19? It's, it's mostly stopped since okay. uh, I don't take Advil anymore. Mm. Oh. Uh, because it thins out my blood too right. much. Uh, oh. Like, when it was first happening, it was uh, connected to me drinking. Oh. And then I had to build up my tolerance again. <laughs> I had to stop taking blood thinners. Right. But uh, now I don't get random nose bleeds okay. anymore. Oh, shit. Because yeah. I used to up until, like, around... Around 19 is when I stopped getting them regularly. Were they, like, like gushing nosebleeds? No. Or were they just like, ah, oh, man, this is really annoying. Yeah, like, there's blood dripping out of my nose, but not like... Because one of the times mm. where it happened, I was just like, it seems like a lot of blood, so I'd like right. to measure this. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I love Slurpees. I, I want to <laughs> oh, no. mention that. So I <laughs> have, like, a lot of, like, 40-ounce cups, like, just, like, lying around oh, my house. Okay. So I grabbed a 40-ounce Slurpee cup, and I just held it under my nose and watched TV while I was, like... <laughs> bleeding damn yeah. that is some hardcore shit it got about i want to say like maybe a quarter to a third damn were you feeling lightheaded yes that was why, <laughs> that was why i was just like all right i gotta ice my face oh down oh my god holy shit so oh, uh, fuck. how often did this happen uh this used to happen like 
uh, I don't know, maybe like once every few months. Oh. And you haven't had one of those in a while? Last time I had one, I, I was like, I want to say 26 or something. Mm. And that was when I finally connected it to the Advil. Oh, I see. Huh, interesting. Prior yeah. to that, you're just taking the Advil as, as uh, a general Whenever thing. I had a headache or body aches or whatever, I would always take that. Mm. But yeah, apparently, uh, uh, membranes in my nose are kind of thin. Yeah. When you get blood thinners and thin membranes, just Damn. <laughs> blood everywhere. I see. Speaking of bodily fluids, yeah. uh, the episode also starts with one of my favorite attention to details is the sweat on everybody's shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's they, so wildly consistent. They made no bones about it, too. Yeah. Everybody was sweaty. Libby, Hurley. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like, everybody is getting sweat doused in this one. Somebody, there's a guy on hand with a spray bottle. Yeah. Like, that was spraying between takes. When, when Brittany was uh, a guest on the show, she was talking about how something she was, she was acting in, like, they had, they had a PA with, like, a spray bottle to give everyone fake sweat. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. That's gonna be like crazy if you're an actor and like you're working, like if you're working like in a scene on a beach and it's like fucking sixty degree weather yeah. and they're spraying you with fake sweat <laughs> while you're working behind like a hot grill or some shit. Like you just you just have to put you there, put yourself there mentally. Like, all right, it's really hot right now, and you just your hand is twitching with cold. <laughs> <laughs> I also noticed uh, when Hurley took down Sawyer, the back of Sawyer's shirt. Is like that of like a shirt that's been like sweated through like day after day. Oh. And like there's that like, you know, like how hats can have sweat stains? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that salt, that yeah. salt ring. He had it like right along the ridge of his back in the middle. And I was just like, that's a, that's a wild detail. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, keep, there's, that's either real or there's like a costume person that is so good at their yeah. job. There's like, get that costume on him. We have five more of these on the rack. With all the fake salt stains on the back. <laughs> I made sure to put them in the exact same yeah. spots. Like, that's the kind of person that's like, if you put like one canned good in their pantry out of order, they're like, what the fuck? Someone's been in my house. Now I have to go to work on lots. <laughs> yeah, and it's consistent with Sawyer's character, too, because he's like a hard work guy. He, do- he doesn't just have the salt ring around his neck. Right. He has it on his back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we we um, and I'm glad that you brought this up because we do get a tackle in this oh, episode. Oh yeah, uh, tackle. We're tracking tackles because like it, oh. a lot of the time throughout, whenever there's like a fight scene that pops off, it usually it starts as a tackle and ends as a tackle. There's no like martial artist on this show. <laughs> that's like that's throwing out hip man style hits. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The tackle thing was really heavy in the last few seasons, yeah. and then it sort of lightened up for a while, but now it's just like, oh, tackling season's back. Yeah. I'm telling you, they couldn't get that same guy back until like later seasons. He wanted to renegotiate his fight coordinator contract. Maybe, maybe he was uh, maybe he was busy working on like Friday Night Lights or something. <laughs> I wonder if there's a lot of tackles in that show. Well, okay, it's I would football. Hope so. <laughs> I was like... Well, there well, he is. <laughs> he got there. Hey guys, watch me come to a realization mid-sentence. <laughs> the AJ way. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It was a show about fishing. <laughs> that does sound right. Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Tune in as we catch the big one. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, we're, we're deep enough into the episode where we could talk about this. Um, the end of the episode, oh, yes. we get Libby. Oh, yeah. What are we making of that? Oh, that was... Like I said, at the right after I watched it, this, this was prime fucking lost right there. Like, the twists were like, boom, 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 and it ended on such a beautiful cliffhanger mm -hmm. of like, oh, my God, Libby was in the fucking uh, mental institution, yeah. too. right. And it's just, you know, that made you want to come back next week. Right, right. Yeah. That made you want to be like, what the What fuck? the hell? She done shit. She was not that thing. Or, <laughs> you know, but, like, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that button. Well, did she ever say she was not that thing? That she wasn't in a mental institution? Yeah. Not from what we've seen so far. No. I mean, in a later episode, I think they, the episode where she gets shot, I think, is uh, when they're going to have their big date. She's, yeah. like, she's gonna bring some wine, and Hurley's like, "Oh yeah, if I get, if I get drunk enough, maybe I'll remember where I know you from." Oh, yeah. she also, gives like a weird little laugh. But like, yeah. anything. We just because we just recorded this this episode recently. I think he also says, um, "What do you know of her? Her name is Libby. Like, mm -hmm. what was her last name? I don't know if Hurley knows, but then he says that she's a psychologist, oh, right? Yeah, or a psychiatrist. Yeah. He said either he doesn't know which one. Right. He says he doesn't. He wasn't sure which one she was, but." She had stated, I guess, previously in an episode we haven't seen yet, that she was a psychologist, which is perfect for where we find her at the end of this episode. Like, and, you know, it's entirely possible for psychologists or psychiatrists to go crazy, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they. Psychomantis. That does. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Was he a psychologist? I thought he was a ninja. <laughs> he was oh, a... you got in your mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jay. Also, also, I think I might have been thinking about Great Ninja. <laughs> Great Fox, though. Great oh, Fox, yeah. yeah. Hurt me more, snake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, you were saying... I I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, she, oh yeah, no, psychologists uh, can go crazy too. Oh yeah, yeah. So so uh, the fact that she was in there doesn't mean that she was lying about being a psychologist or a psychiatrist. She could have been a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and also have ended up in a mental hospital. Yeah. Okay. What yeah. do you think, Dave? Um. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's probably true. Yeah. Because I mean, a, a mental health professional like that knows the signs, and when they start to see it, would probably be more likely to go to get help like that yeah yeah, yeah. and I, there's a saying with like a lot of uh, people that like go to school for uh, mental health professions it's that uh, or not not a saying but an idea mm. that uh, you only go into that because you're trying to fix yourself because mm -hmm. uh, you've identified some kind of mental problem within yourself right and you're just like well if i learn how to fix other people i can fix what's broken in me yeah yeah uh, I, 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 I wonder what percentage yeah. Uh, of those people like fi fix themselves like that or they just chase it I wonder because like the idea of the study of psychology like it's it's a, it's a practice thing that's been around for a while but it's such a such an interesting profession you know because like uh, how like I guess how I guess it's a matter of observing your behavior and all this stuff but like how does one gauge their own behavior it's like trying to you know, trying to move the thing from within it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But then I guess people like humans, they have that consciousness, so they're able to step outside themselves and maybe take on different ideas. Like, oh, maybe maybe I am kind of fucked up in the head. Yeah. And then, like, they go into psychology or psychiatry or whatever. Okay, there's there's a... Back in the, the time that this episode aired, and then as the series had concluded, 
the fandom, the lost fandom had had an idea. And this is all of this is not canon, so it could just be guerrilla shit. But the the stuff what we see in on, in the text and on screen that's one thing. But the fandom had the idea that um, that Libby was in the mental institution for depression because she had lost her husband, which we kind of already find yeah. out when she gives her boat to Desmond in the episode that we've seen. There's another theory floating around the, the fandom saying that that um, Libby was actually in the employ of Charles Widmore. And Charles yeah. Widmore had actually vested her with the boat in which she gave to Desmond. Um, but then Did she, he kill her husband too? They I wouldn't be surprised. And they say that she has an not an obsession, but she has an interest in Hurley because she's known Hurley from the Mensa Institution and she was talking to this Dave and that um, she had thought that he was talking to her dead husband. Oh. That's a bit of that's that's a stretch, but that's that's some of the theories I was kicking right. around in the fandom for this for for Libby and why she was in the Mensa Institute. Though it's never cleared up on the show because mm -hmm. those she gets written off way quick yeah. in this season. Do, do you think that she might have been in there because she got onto a deck and was too fat and killed two people? <laughs> <laughs> that explains the bloodshot look in her eyes. And she had like a slight glaze of a smile. Yeah. And she's like, oh, and you just just tell in her eyes, like, two people, two people, two people. <laughs> Haunts her every day. Okay, I have a theory. I just I just put forward. Okay. One of the two people dead on that on that pier, yeah. Libby's husband. Oh, oh shit. Is she that is she that much older than Hurley? Because it happened when he was a kid, right? Oh, is that what it was? Wasn't oh. it? I thought it had happened recently. Yeah, and oh. then the mother puts him into the hospital because he goes into that catatonic state after the events of the, the, the pier. After the events of the pier. But yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, no, no. I retract. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. When I saw the, uh, the smile at the end of the episode, if I had not watched every episode of Lost after this one, uh, I would have immediately been like, oh, okay. That's what it is. This whole show's it happening in her imagination. Oh, no. shit. This, this is her fantasy about uh, meeting Hurley. Oh, God, yeah, because they, they disprove Hurley's thoughts of, of this being an imaginary world when right. she, she offers her argument of, like, who is the name of the this guy whose leg I fixed and had to bury. Yeah, um, she's real. Yeah. And yeah. he's not. Man. Yeah. If Hurley threw something out there, yeah, that would have been interesting, but he yeah. didn't. Like, if he's like, oh, yeah, well, what was the thing that happened when my side of the plane, yeah. whatever, crashed? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's why every time she asks him something, and he goes, I don't want to talk about it, she's like, okay, okay. Oh, shit. Because she, she doesn't actually know anything. Yeah, that's just her way of moving around that. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. I see. Yeah, that would make for some good-ass TV. But I've seen all the episodes after that. <laughs> and I know that's not what happens. <laughs> because the show go goes on without her. Yeah. 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 She um, comes back at the on the finale, right? No, I don't think so. In the church. She's in the, in the church. church. Oh. So she's she sitting next to her. Oh, okay. So her um her real her awakening happened off screen. Oh, right. Because yeah. you didn't, you don't see that. So yeah, she doesn't get a storyline. She gets killed yeah. on island, and she hasn't had the chance to work through her shit. But I guess her time with the rest of the Losties is enough for them to do their whole super soul bond thing or yeah. whatever. Yeah, however, the show puts that forth. I think it must have been her connection. Her, it was definitely her connection to Hurley was what 
like yeah. saved her a, a, a pew. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets together with like ultimate Hurley at the end. Like this is like Super Saiyan Hurley at the end <laughs> yeah. of the series. He's like at the point where they're joined together in that church, he's already been the leader of the island. He's already you know, and then we see him acting even in sideways reality to bring everybody together. Can you imagine that was probably part of maybe a glimpse of what his leadership was like? But this dude is like oh, at the top of his game. Yeah. yeah. So like she's 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 resurrected um, and she gets to move on with Hurley and the rest of her friends and she gets like ultimate boyfriend in Hurley or ultimate soulmate or bondmate who and we don't even know how her, how old Hurley is at this point because yeah. he's met up with them and then we get from um, from Christian Shepherd saying that all your friends have chosen this place to meet up at the end of their lives um, you know and and Hurley might have just had like you know invincibility for like 2,000 years yeah. 5,000 years all of them could be like 46 and 37 and like Hurley is sitting with a pretty you know 5,000 10,000 year old age you know it's, it's crazy that's all yeah <laughs> no it is that yeah. I like that parallel though I think like you know having them come together at the end I just have, like knowing that they do after watching this episode was like really important for him and her because yeah, like all, all throughout the episode like that's the core thing with Hurley Dave doesn't want you to change Libby wants you to change right. Dave doesn't want you to change and so like he changes and he like evolves as a person and like he develops himself and like I can't imagine like how touching that actually could have been I think it's good that we didn't see it because I think they could have messed it up yeah. Yeah. yeah you know it could have been a hard landing for for that for that ship yeah for the two of them yeah I think you're right I'm kind of glad that we didn't that we got an off-screen version of that and we just get to see them happy mm -hmm. and in the series finale um, and everybody gets their 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 significant other in the end um, well, so it seems like they get a chance to all meet up and they move on together as this united unit thing yeah it's cool to know that we had I wouldn't even call uh, Hurley a broken character he's 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 got challenges and things that he needs to finish but it's almost like his innocence almost gives him like this not imperviousness but like almost like the shielding from some of the other stuff I, I don't know maybe that might no that I, might think, I think you're onto something because everybody comes there everybody needs a second chance like that's the whole point of Jacob uh, and, and, and the war between Jacob and the man in black and like why they had the candidates mm -hmm. so if uh, yeah maybe they're not Broken is not the term I'd use, but fl like deeply flawed. Mm -hmm. But right. you know they're still recoverable. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like Lucky Hurley, he was like one of the few that was able to like his mental fortitude is just that strong. Because if you think about it, when he locked Dave out of the hospital, he stopped having the hallucinations. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until he got back to the island where it's common theory that the Man in Black was like messing with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, and so like. That for that amount of mental fortitude, um, that he's already starting off on a good foot as compared to everybody else. Nice. Yeah, he's showing major progress, like in season two, or um, or even prior to season two. Off island flashbacks, he's like, like you said, like he's closing the door on this on this part of himself, mm -hmm. um, and it's to make progress and change. And um, he kind of has this confrontation within himself and it takes that that confrontation comes in the form of Dave where he says you don't even care about me mm -hmm. you wouldn't care if I ate myself to death and um, this is something that Hurley had to realize for himself and he had to realize you know what he was doing and why he was doing it because 
you know, I can imagine that guilt kind of came with depression. And it's just easier to just blank out. And like yeah. we talked about that whole catatonic thing where he just starts, you know, where you just kind of, you're phasing through life, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I love that. I love that we get that in our in our Hurley character. And I love that he became um, the king <laughs> whatever the island. Yeah, king of the island. I think he went king, by King Hurley. King, king, king Hurley. Coming to uh, ABC this yeah. fall, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's time to start wrapping up. You guys have anything else? It's time for Easter egg corner. Ooh. Yeah, so in Hurley's stash of food, there's a big stack of Apollo bars in there. Oh, nice. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Oh, uh, this early. Something I wanted to uh, mention about the food thing. Mm. Uh, oh, God, I forgot what the name of Dharma. Dharma. The Dharma fish crackers. Yeah. yeah. They didn't, like, they didn't even bother taking the package out and putting it into a custom Dharma box. They put the regular-ass goldfish box inside the Dharma box. Like, you can clearly see the orange from the goldfish box. That's amazing. I love goldfish. Yeah. And I like to think that that wasn't the lost production staff doing that. that was, that's just how Dharma... That's how they Dharma packaged that. Food. <laughs> they just repackaged their they shit. They just yeah. put boxes around regular yeah. stuff. Have you seen the... The little short clip of them packing up stuff and shipping it off island. No. Like what is this clip? It's uh, it's some sort of like, it. I think it's on like the DVD special features right. of one of the seasons. Huh. But yeah, it's this short where they're like, um, beep, beep, like it starts beeping and they're like packing up another like a crate and they right. just sent out a crate. And so they just, that's where the crates come ah. from. This, like, weird random-ass island. Oh, what? Oh, another ra- island. <laughs> this random, like, but it's a small, like, Dharma kind of thing. Right. And they, they're just fucking sending it out. Damn. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, I'll find that and put that on the uh, the show page for this episode. Yeah, we gotta find yeah. that. I didn't even know that existed. Oh. Glad that you're here. That's great. Yeah. Oh, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, Easter eggs. Uh, Judy Chamness is in this episode very sh- briefly. In the background, our favorite extra. The deck that Hurley collapses was had 23 people on it, even though it was only oh. built for eight. Dave mentions how they didn't actually blow up the Death Star, which is our Star Wars reference for this episode. Is, is it one every Hurley episode? It seems like there has been. Yeah. Oh, and when Dave jumps off the cliff, he says, see you in another life. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Which is nice. Desmond's line. Yeah, nice. where was uh, the mental hospital? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's the w- YWCA in uh, downtown by the, by the Capitol. Here in Honolulu. Yeah. Nice. This, um, I meant to mention this over up top when we were introducing the summary, but this episode was actually directed by Jack Bender, um, who is known for directing a lot of, well, not a lot, I think two episodes of Game of Thrones in season six. Uh-huh. And then I think he's doing a lot of the final season's episodes of Game of Thrones. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a well known episode director but he's been on lost since season two he came he wasn't on for season one but this director came on in season two starting this season and had a few episodes and then um we get this in 218 and then i they i think they go with a few other directors but he comes back for the finale of this season season two to direct that and then a few others that we see in the i think he directs almost every finale of this of the show i remember you mentioning his name before because uh (laughs) every time you mention his name i I think about uh bender bending rodriguez (laughs) (laughs) nice and then we also get our our two writers um 
Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, the, the two creators of Once Upon a Time at ABC. Yeah. Just completed its seventh season. Also around. from the Beastie Boys. Yes. Yep, that, that's the other <laughs> reason why I remember that name. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our, our writing and directing credits for yeah. this episode. But yeah, great, great Easter eggs. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, that's all I got for Easter Egg Corner. What have you guys been getting lost in? Nice. What have you been getting lost in, Chad? Oh. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Just, Chad, Chad looked very thoughtful there for a moment. Yeah, because I was trying to think of what to say. <laughs> oh, I'll go while you keep thinking. Um, oh, I started watching that show Patriot on Amazon. Mm. It's a fun show. It's about like a CIA guy who... Uh, He's also like a folk musician. Oh, okay. So like he, he, when he does his folk songs, they're about like his secret CIA life. So there'll be songs about how he had to what? assassinate somebody or stuff. I've heard of this. Yeah. Oh, man. They, they talked about it a little bit on Harmontown. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, okay like, that's I think where the creator was on there about it. Yeah. I see. So what do you think of it? I mean, on a scale of one to ten, yeah. what would you give it? Uh, yeah, I give seven and a half probably. Okay. It's uh, it's that kind of show that's funny, but uh, without being like over the top funny. Mm. Which like it's a, kind of a slower pace thing. With, it's funny because things are awkward. Ah, uh, I yeah. see. I see. All right. Um, well, what have you been getting lost in Donut? Something that you've been... Oh, and been... John Locke is in it as his dad. Oh, this what? Terry O'Quinn? Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. okay. Now, now EJ's definitely going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So going to watch that. I loved him on Castle Rock this in 2018 <laughs> yeah, for like a hot second. The uh, what what are you getting lost in segment is a new one that we started kind of recently, yeah. where uh, it's just something you've been doing recently, something you've been doing a lot maybe, but not necessarily have yeah. to be. Yeah, um, anything that's been taking up your time. Well, I've been so I've been really I know I'm late to the party, but I'm on uh, Netflix watching American Vandal. Oh, how is that? Oh man. Is that the one that has, like, the bathroom scene with all the kids in the high school? That's season two, yeah. Holy shit. And then, so season one, oh, it's it's very smartly written because it it aims to be, like, a documentary, like, Making of a Murder, which was also on Netflix, but made by two high school, well, a high school production mm-hmm. team. I see. And they just had to figure, like, the first crime of, the se- the crime of season one is someone sprayed... 27 dicks on 27 uh, faculty cars. Holy shit. <laughs> and it's just the amount of thought that went into all of it and how it, like, I really enjoy the writing too because it sounds weird enough where I'm like, okay, I, like, I wouldn't talk like that. That must be how the youth sound like. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So, like, so you, so, what? Made you want to get into it now? I mean... Well, I've been... I'm trying to, like, catch up on things that I wanted to watch mm-hmm. and haven't been just able to. And uh, I've been just recommended it. Right. Because it's... it's uh, it, it's, it is a solid, like, docu- mockumentary series. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's the season one crime. And so they're trying to prove the innocence of this one guy who the school has pinned it on and mm. that's the whole crux of season one is is this did this guy actually do it mm. and then in season two is the one that like spread on facebook and they made it people made it look like a real thing but yeah like, yeah it was actually like it was just like really convincing cgi um 
someone put laxatives. It's this Catholic high school. <laughs> and so they put laxatives into the into the lemonade. Oh my god. And then he they they got it's someone took credit. Right. And they call themselves the turd burglar. <laughs> <laughs> and they had three other shit related crimes. Oh <laughs> shit. They went heavy on it then. It because, was just a poop season. Yeah, they're just no well, all within like the first se- the first two episodes you find out this happened because they end up pinning it on somebody because like the the whole turd burglar thing is like I'm gonna attack in three days if you don't if uh, I forgot why I forgot what was his thing he was like I guess if you find me or if you don't find me I'm gonna I'm gonna get you <laughs> oh my god and they don't get him well so I he just gets started away. the turd burger gets gets away yeah. well, I, this this okay, this is major spoilers yeah, for, like for American spoiled. Butt no 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 that's that's part of it because uh-huh. like that's part of the whole setup of the first two episodes I see is they don't know who the turd burglar is so the person now you are meant to like question and right. slash root for that the again the school system pinned and framed right. is actually actually has a very stirring lullaby, uh, alibi and you're like <laughs> What, how deep does this rabbit hole go? Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm still going to watch that. Yeah. Like, I've heard about it in passing, but I got to... All right, I'll watch it. I'll, I'm down for right. it. I've been getting... Um, well, this is this is not something I've been getting lost in, but let's let's say it's a... it's a. am going to get lost in it? Let, <laughs> let, let's go with that, because by the time we come back for another episode, I would have already got lost in this, but... Um, Childish Gambino has a movie coming out on Amazon. I think it drops tomorrow, Friday. Like, it's called Guava Island, and I know nothing about this Rihanna, movie. Rihanna, right? And Rihanna's in it. That's yeah. the only thing I know. But it's a Gambino movie, and uh, Rihanna's in it, and they're dropping it on Amazon Prime. I think I'm like, I'll watch that over the weekend. Like, I, I'm, I'm down for some Donald Glover shit. That, yeah. that boy's on fire right now. Did you ever see Mystery Team? Oh fuck yeah! yeah oh my god, that movie! <laughs> oh, the the titty milk scene. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't watched Mystery Team, do yourself a favor, <laughs> check it out. You also got like um, there's that author in there too, right? Um, the Crap Kingdom oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I can't remember his name. It's got one of those initial names. Oh yeah. Well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll come back to yeah. that. But Mystery Team. <laughs> I get lost in that shit. Yeah. All right. Um, I actually haven't really been getting into any one thing recently yeah. but uh, I this is a kind of getting lost in update I guess yeah. I believe last week I had mentioned that uh, it was uh, coming up on Wrestlemania weekend yeah. uh, Wrestlemania was the, this past weekend uh, I definitely got lost in the weeds trying to watch that goddamn fucking show because <laughs> it was seven hours long and uh, my brain just uh, went kaput about five hours in. Oh, oh wow. Uh, apparently, uh, there is an upper limit to how much wrestling I can take, <laughs> despite being a person who really loves professional yeah. wrestling. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I see. Was, was there any like blowback from that? Um, uh, anything that you it? saw about that? Nope, Nothing. not at all. Uh, I didn't expect anything from the John Oliver thing to happen during WrestleMania because mm. WrestleMania tends to be a little bit more casual. I uh, like. It's just people that are like, oh, I just want to be there. It's like, uh, you know how people that uh, don't really watch football, they'll still want to watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. 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 WrestleMania is kind of that for wrestling. Oh. Where uh, people that are just like, oh, yeah, I used to watch uh, wrestling when I was a kid. WrestleMania is in my town? Yeah, sure, I'll give that a watch. They're just like, are the Bushwhackers still in there? <laughs> and then like, they go and like, oh, this is... 
This is not what I'm familiar with. So none of none of those people I expected to uh, be chanting for health insurance or anything. <laughs> uh, usually the Raw after Mania, uh, Monday Night Raw uh, happens every Monday night. Uh, WrestleMania happens on Sundays. So the day after their biggest show of the year, they yeah. just go out and do another show. Fuck. Uh, yeah, because wrestling has no off season, right. and. That crowd is usually the one that gets kind of raucous and uh, they'll like start chanting for things that maybe WWE doesn't necessarily want them to be chanting for. I uh, and I was expecting maybe that crowd would be the one where if they didn't like what was going on screen, they would be like, oh, you need to hire people. You need to give them health insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, they decided to play with beach balls and chant for a competing wrestling promotion Damn. that hasn't actually <laughs> produced anything yet. Damn. I see. That's, uh, yeah. Vince is never going to learn his lesson. He's yeah. a psychopath. Yeah. Also, I don't know what the Venn diagram between John Oliver <laughs> fans <laughs> and wrestling fans are, me. but I don't think it's that. It's yeah, me. It's, it's mostly Chad. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for uh, Chad's uh, untitled segment where he predicts what the next episode's going to be yeah. about. All right, so the next episode is Ooh. actually going to be entitled... Da, 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 da. Um... Oh, somebody vamped for me. I thought I had this shit. No. Um, yeah, we didn't. I don't know if we talked about it, but you did get full points for predicting what the episode was for that one episode that we accidentally watched a month in advance. Yes, yes. So, it's Chad won, everyone else uh, 50 something, I oh, think. A whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you 114. Got... <laughs> Alright, so next week's episode that we're going to be considering on the podcast is called Lockdown. Oh, okay, because oh. it's about lock. It's a pun. <laughs> Ooh! All right. This is the one where uh, something falls on him and he's stuck. Oh, yeah. Lying down. All lock right. down. Lock down. <laughs> like black lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> black lock. Lock, lock down. Black Loch Ness Monster down. Got it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Donut, thank you for joining us again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah so man. If uh, anyone wants to... Uh, f- follow your adventures uh is there a way that they can do so yes um you can find me on instagram i'm at whole underscore picture underscore picture i can talk (laughs) um so whole is like h-o-l-e underscore is an underscore and picture is a picture um (laughs) because i'm a donut (laughs) (laughs) uh ladies and gentlemen you you've been listening to us speak with a a, an anthropomorphic donut this yeah. whole episode. <laughs> so if you um, want to see a picture of that donut, go check out whole underscore picture or our Instagram at whatbropod. Yeah. Um, Let's get those follower counts up. Yeah. <laughs> By the time this episode goes up, uh, will we know who is the lostest lad? Yeah, we will. A lot of sladness <gasps> will be done yes. by the time you guys are listening to this and we'll know that the uh, the And you'll know that the winner is... Probably Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like we got the most votes on that one, right? Or that, no, that... that was a tie. Daniel Day Kim tied with a dog. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I could see why you want to fight him. Yeah. Like, oh, who beats a, an adorable dog? <laughs> oh, my God. Not only an he adorable couldn't. dog, also Daniel Day Kim. Yeah, yeah. And, he, yeah. and he didn't beat him. He tied him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Because Daniel Day Kim would never beat a dog. <laughs> <laughs>
only tie him. Yeah, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't beat me up either, because he will not fight me. Coward! <laughs> Coward! No. Oh, Daniel, please, it's step only, up. It's only please. about erotic knots for him. <laughs> did, did you go to the, uh, the Hellboy thing to hmm? try no, and pick I, a fight with him? Is it this weekend or is it next week? I, think I, thought, oh, I thought that was just past weekend. I don't remember. No, it, open, it opens this week, right? Oh, so okay, maybe it so was last weekend then. Oh, so maybe it's this weekend. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, I don't know. But yeah, it's $100 a ticket and you can go see the new Hellboy with Daniel Day Kim. It's a fundraiser for cancer something. Couldn't it have been another movie? He's in it. <laughs> well, he's in it. Oh, shit. <laughs> it would be great if he was just hyping it. <laughs> he had nothing to do with it. Because like he's just a big Hellboy enthusiast. <laughs> Growing up as a boy, my favorite thing was Hellboy. I felt like I had an in with this character. He represented me. I empathized with the devil monkey. <laughs> with a very heavy right hand. Oh, man. You know, when I grew up, I thought I was the only one that had a red rock hand. And then I read about Hellboy. And, oh, come to this cancer's benefit, everybody. <laughs> Look at my forehead. You can't see it, right? <laughs> I, I sanded to. it down. <laughs> I had them removed for you, America. That's for you. That's lost money right there. <laughs> like, hey, look. I already had cut off the horns, and then the producers came to me and said, hey, if you want to portray Jin, a, uh, a stern Korean husband, you're going to have to sand those down all the way. And I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> or my name isn't Daniel Day Kim. His original last name was um, Boyce. Go, boy. <laughs> Daniel Day Hellboy. Daniel Day Hellboy. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank uh, you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. It's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost. Ow! That I'm